Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? Perhaps you're listening because you want to find something or someone to relate to. Maybe it's to learn something new or to challenge your thinking, or perhaps you're just simply looking for a good laugh. Maybe you don't even know why you're listening, and that might be the best reason of all to tune in. Welcome to It's a Great Day to Talk. Welcome to the show today. Today's episode is sponsored by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes. Custom Homes, any way you want them, and we mean any way. <laughs> they'll uh, love that. Yeah, will. just send any sketch, any sketch at all, and they'll even be happy. On a, even on a napkin. A napkin. I yeah, think right. that's how I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, yeah. He, when they built my home, I mm-hmm. think that's how yeah. we started it. Was and and they kept saying, yes, Jill. Yes, Jill. No. No. No, 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 no. no. We were all about staying in our budget. <clears throat> and I said to Riley of Riley Richardson, um, you have to keep me in my budget. And he said, great. So whenever you want something, I'm just going to say, you can have that in your next house. So for all the months of building, every time I'd bring something up, he'd say, that sounds like a fantastic idea. You can have that in your next house. So we were in budget the entire time. Thank you, Ray. Which yeah. is not Ama- easy. Right, is and amazing. Yep. Yeah. I don't yep. even know how to budget. Equity, equity, equity. Yes, Built, built, built. Yeah. And we love it. Yeah. Uh, 19 years later, we're still mm-hmm. in our home built by them. So mm-hmm. we're we're clearly happy customers. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm 18 and a half, almost 19 years in our home. And, and it, I'm it happy. built by yeah. Richardson. So, yep, yep, absolutely. And I'm nowhere near that many years in my house, and they didn't build mine. So <laughs> there you go. Just saying. Fantastic. <laughs> but one of the things that we all have in common is we're more than that in our marriages. Oh, That's my true. gosh. Yeah. So... We are 22 and three quarters into our marriage. Is that like being four years old and like nine months and 22 days? <laughs> you know how you always count your minutes? kids by their months <laughs> yeah. until they become like it's uh, 18 months and then they hit two. He's, and then he's 38. <laughs> he's 38 months. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Well, you know, yeah. So we're 22 and three quarters mm-hmm. in July. How about you, KM? We will be 40 years <sighs> in, mm-hmm, in June, which is impossible, really, because I'm only 38. That is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not good at math, so it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't affect me. We'll be 30 in July, and no one gave us more than six months. Mm. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, and it's really the only reason we've stayed married is to prove everyone wrong. <laughs> well, I think that's as good a reason as any. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> so let's do the math then. 40, 30, 70 plus 20. Well, you said math, so I'm out. Well, I just did it. Now you're going to go 92 Forget. and three quarters. There we go. You fixed it for me. Actually, yeah. Holy cow, we're almost a century. Almost, yeah. And look how good we look. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, though? Seriously. Having been in marriages that are over, well, we're all over two decades. You guys mm-hmm. are three. You guys are going into mm-hmm. four. What does that, how have we done that? What are some things that we, when you look back on it, what in the world? How? How? Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking today um, about the book I haven't read, but I just like the title. 
um, the proper care and feeding of your husband by Dr. Laura Schlesinger, who I'm sure is coming on our show because we did not slaughter her name right now. No, I'm sure she'll be Mm -hmm. happy to come next week. I think that's so funny. At first you think the proper care and feeding of your husband, come on, give me a break. That's so, that's so sexist, sexist. Yeah. Mm But um, I, I'm assuming it's a little about manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> I think, doesn't it have to be? Yeah. Like, it's just like being a school teacher, too. Or it's just like mm-hmm. being a mom. It's just like, it, I mean, we got to convince. Gotta... <laughs> it's a sales job every well, day. Everything is a sales job. I prefer the language of enroll. We're going to enroll them in why it is they want to do what we want them to do mm-hmm. for their benefit but ultimately really for ours. Well, that's and why I like having KM around, AKA Kim Michelle, because <laughs> she always puts the positive spin. Well, she always uses the correct language. I like manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all gotta be their idea as far as they know, but it's better if it becomes their idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you think of that title, what do you think that means? Well, I uh, honestly, when I first heard about that book, it was probably 20 years ago. I'm like, oh, give me a break. Um, It sounds like, you know, misogyny. It sounds like Mm -hmm. I just take care of Mm -hmm. and all the needs are his needs Mm -hmm. must be met. And, um, you know, that's it. And it's all about their needs. But honestly, if if their needs are met, somehow your needs get met Mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. And. And I'm not saying that that's the only reason relationships can be sustainable because we have to ask for what we need and want yeah. and have all of our our needs met physically, emotionally, et cetera, but um, financially. But, um, you know, there's gotta be some sort of that that has made our relationship sustainable. Like the three of us have been married a long time. Mm-hmm. There's gotta be a reason or some way we have taken care of our husbands in a way that we've been able to maintain a long, lengthy, successful, happy marriage. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the very first thing we have to recognize is that we are not living in a rose garden every single day of every single year. We are not (laughs) Twitter-pated every single second of every single moment. You can't be. It's reality, right? We are dealing with situations that come up in with kids, with finances, with health, with all those kinds of things. And, and I think for us, the most important thing has been to recognize that it's going to have roller coaster hills mm-hmm. and that a low hill doesn't mean that you immediately move the safety bar and jump out, that you have to ride those things out because that's life, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, with or without a relationship, isn't that life? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and also some of the things, you know, the Twitter pated comes and goes is for sure. But having a marriage that's last 20, 30, 40 years, we've seen a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've had. Did you bring your pictures? Because I brought mine. They're right over in my purse. I can go get them. <laughs> your birth, your pictures of birthing your children, those pictures? Oh, no, no, no. The pictures of Scott. Oh, the pictures of Scott, yes. <laughs> I could bring you some pictures from this last weekend. Yeah. That were interesting. Judd just ran, as you guys know, a hundred mile marathon this weekend, an ultra marathon. And I've got some pictures of mm-hmm. the before and the after. 
So, yeah. And so that, you know, you taking care of him this weekend is part of that sustainable relationship. You being willing to take care of him, help him prepare for, because you you missed a trip to Lake Powell because you said, we're not gonna go to Lake Powell for Easter because your race is two weeks later and you could get hurt. So we're gonna stay home and lay low so that you're going to be your best self. Yeah. So it's about sacrifices too. Yeah. And, and, and you did that for Judd. And that's one of the things, if you're not willing to sacrifice things that you want to do, your relationship's not going to last. Mm -hmm. I think we have to remember too, that it goes both ways, right? hundred percent. And so in situations for me, when I haven't been my best, my best self, AKA emergency C-section, AKA another surgery that incapacitated me for yeah. a bit that I had to be vulnerable and let him step in and do the things for me that I wish I could have done for myself. And so I think that that's part of it too. Yeah. And we have to be willing to do that. And we have to be in a relationship where that's part of it, where the, each partner is, each person in the partnership is willing to do that. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think one thing that's so important is that you get to commit first and then find all of the reasons why you're commitment was the best thing for you and for him rather than I'm going to see whether or not I want to be committed. So show me all the reasons why I should maybe be committed and then I'll make a commitment. I think it works the opposite of that. Yeah. You commit first and then all of the reasons why your commitment is right for you will manifest. Otherwise you're waiting for the circumstances to dictate your choice rather than choosing and then allowing your choice to now manifest your circumstance. Don't you guys think that every day is a choice? Every moment. Every, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's not, yes, you make that commitment. And because we all have choice, we all, every part of a relationship is choice. Mm -hmm. And so what is your commitment level? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But <clears throat> I think I, I teach psychology and Robert Sternberg talks about this uh, triarch of love or triarch of relationship and it's intimacy, passion, and commitment equals a consummate love. And so you can be committed to a relationship without intimacy and passion. And you can be, in a relationship that's just passion or intimacy, but no commitment. And we've all, you know, experienced all sorts of different relationships when our, we were younger, but the one that's sustainable is one that has, that's consummate intimacy, passion, and commitment. Mm -hmm. And, um, however, you know, um, marriages that were, um, betrothed, what is that called? Were they, where they're compared up before they don't uh -huh. even know uh -huh. each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. arranged. arranged. Oh, arranged. Goodness. Okay. Arranged marriages. Words. Arranged Words are hard. marriages. Words are hard. Words yeah. are hard. <laughs> well, it's past six. <laughs> I used all my words, the words before three. Um, yeah. Arranged marriages um, have commitment, a lot of commitment. And in a long-term relationship, sometimes intimacy doesn't change, but passion may change. Mm -hmm. right. So you might be in a relationship for 20 plus years and have intimacy and commitment and your relationship is as sustainable as an arranged marriage. 
because your their level of commitment is so strong and your level of commitment is strong and so the passion wanes, dec- wanes and the, but their marriages don't last any longer than the average Amer- uh, non-arranged marriage. Okay, so we're going to think of this in terms of the moon. Yes. Oh, the, the moon. moon. The phases of the moon or wax mother. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. We're yeah. waxing and we're waning in our like wax on, wax, wax off. On, mm-hmm. wax on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In our moon cycle. In our moon cycle. <laughs> but really, don't you think, though? I mean, if you think back to over the last decades of the relationship that each of you and I have experienced with our significant others, haven't you? Don't you recognize that there are really kind of phases? We have the before kids phase, we have the during early child birth newborn phase we have the toddler phase we have the tween we have the teen we have the whatever mine are in now the what is 17 to 20 what is that called hard it's it's harder than a two-year-old i think think that is is. the problems just get bigger yeah Mm -hmm. big kids big problems little kids little problems but then you think about that and then you think like with you guys you guys Mm -hmm. have you guys are empty nesters now and so then there's that phase well, too. Yeah. And we're in the phase now that our kids are out of the house and they're our best friends. They're they're mm-hmm. who we want to hang, hang out, out with. with. Yeah. Right. Right. There really is like if if anyone is listening to this, like anyone, like one person. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listener. <laughs> and you happen to be that person where your kids are now getting older, there really is nothing, I don't think, there's nothing better than being able to hang out with your adult kids. And they are the adults you would choose to hang out with, right? Yes. They, they're mm-hmm. self, and they would maybe choose you. That that's is, awesome. I mean, that, maybe. That's a win. Maybe, yeah. That is totally. a win. Totally, that's a win. Well, yeah. and I think our 20-year-old is getting to that point. We mm-hmm. sure enjoy he and his girlfriend yeah. and have fun hanging out with them. Yeah. But then, you know, we add in other things too into these phases like, well, let's uh, talk about menopause for two seconds. Yeah. I mean, there's that phase. Then there's the whole, you know, unraveling. I'm, I'm calling it the unraveling instead of the midlife crisis. The f- identity, now that we're at this phase in our life, what's the next phase? You know, because everything's so defined before that. Yeah, right? for sure. Oh, yeah. And so here we are now, or at least this is the phase I'm moving into. What's, I have these freedoms. Now yeah, what do I do with my next? time? What yeah. do I what's do? What's next? And do, do I, I want to keep doing this? Mm-hmm. Do I want to keep doing what I'm doing, what I have been doing? Or is there something? And so that like plays into our relationships too, right? Yeah. So knowing that when we go into a relationship, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the person that you married on the day that you married them. Well, and you wouldn't want them you wouldn't to be. Want no. That. no. You know, you want that to evolve and you want it to be changing and you want each partner, I think, to be willing to accept those changes. Right. But the things that drew you together in the first place, whether that's intellect or those dynamic conversations or that sense of humor or, you know, whatever right. that Similar was. interests. Yeah. Sexy yeah. legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hot pants. Yeah. <laughs> AKA uh-huh. Judd. 
<laughs> but I think it is as you get older. I think especially uh, so much of your life when you're younger, especially if you have kids and you're working and those kinds of things are task driven, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Scheduling. It's task after task after oh, task. Oh, yeah. And as those tasks get removed because life changes, your kids are out of the house or whatever. And now you're defining yourself, not by what you do, but who you are. Ooh, that is a whole different world to explore. Wow. Mm-hmm. And have you gone through that, KM? Um, well, through it or, or in it. <laughs> I would say I'm in it. Okay. You know, yeah, I think that's part of that transition. If I If I'm not what I do, and I'm just who I am, Right. then I get to be in that exploration of, okay, well then who am I? And yep. one of them is definitely being um, a partner with my partner. And I would be with you that the language around being a caretaker sometimes is really grating to me because for me, what I've heard then is that my needs don't matter. My only responsibility is to make sure that the needs of my partner are met that my needs of my husband are met. And then I get in this conversation like, well, why should I have to do that? You it's know? not fair. You're right. It's right. not fair. Right. Why should I have right. to do that? If I don't want to, if I everyone. really don't want to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had to take care yeah. of these kids for always. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and when our kids moved out, Riley and I spent the first few months just sitting on the couch, watching TV, not doing anything. And finally we're like, we better figure out some stuff. So we had that's when you did dancing lessons. Monday night was a free night. So Monday night, uh, nobody could have imposed anything on each other. So if I said, Hey, do you want to switch the laundry? He's like, Nope, Monday night, free night, Tuesday (laughs) night when we could go to movies, it was $5 movies. So Tuesday night was movie night. Um, and I don't remember Wednesday and Thursday, but Friday was, uh, we took Western dance classes at Dixie state Love. Mm-hmm. and yeah. it was hilarious. And it was unfortunate. It was on a Friday night because we would be out of town a lot on Friday yeah. nights, but we did go to a few and it did get us thinking about, we better do some things. And now I think we've settled back into the sitting on the couch, uh, part. So we definitely need to create some activities so that we, but do you have to? No, we don't. And we do. I mean, he likes to golf. I like to golf. I like to go to the gym. And Well, no, nobody likes to go to the gym. Yeah. I, so dumb. Yeah, that's so dumb. Dumb. So dumb. I, I go to the gym. Capital H. I go to the gym because I feel better if I do um, as, as often as I can. Um, and I'm not doing a garden this year. And Which is so weird. I know. I, I have eight tomato plants on my patio, though. Well, so hopefully. You've got some. Yeah. Routine. Since you're not gardening, are Where, they dying in front of you? Are they in the calling to you? I've got topsy turvy brought to you by. If you haven't, if you haven't topsy turved, have you really even turved? <laughs> you're gonna have to keep us posted on that. Yeah, process of topsy turvy. Topsy turvy, yes. Upside down tomato plants hanging off the off the patio, and then I have three other pots with two tomatoes. We'll see. We'll see. We, we haven't had a lot of luck. We but spent, look, it's changed. You're it's changed. evolving. We're evolving. It's less work. It's less money. Um, I can go buy tomatoes, uh, from Fry's market, Fry's market in Santa Clara, <laughs> right off of main street. Our next uh, sponsor. <laughs> hint, hint. Um, I can go buy tomatoes there, do all my bottling for a lot less money than it costs me to run my garden. Although it's, I do enjoy it. So I'll have to come up with something else. Because really deep down, you are a domestic. 
I do like to. So you to, should be And I do like to take care of people. And, and I do like to nurture your husband. <laughs> I do like to take care of. And, you know, we've all had, I've had surgeries. He's had surgeries. We've taken care of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kim Michelle, yeah. you've taken care of your husband. Jill, you've took taken care of blisters on toes this weekend, among other Ooh, things. Ooh, that mm-hmm. was so much fun. Let, yeah, me, tell you, mm-hmm. let me tell you about threading. <gasps> Ooh, yeah, do. Blisters, you take a needle with a thread. Ooh, don't. You go in one <laughs> side and you come out the other and you leave the thread in. Brought to you by Colleen Rue. <laughs> what, Thank you, Colleen. Wait, when then it leaves it open, in. it leaves it open so the ooze oozes out ew, through ew, the thread. Ew. It doesn't seal closed. Ugh. I know. I learned a lot. I've learned, st- I, I'm like a professional Caretaker. Why do you want to know that though? Well, I need to know because apparently we're having a next time. Because you're feeding your husband. I'm I'm nurturing you're, and caring. Uh, for nurturing my husband. caring. That's that's good. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, sometimes it's not easy to be nice when no. they need us to be nice. I have definitely had, you know, gritted teeth. Can I help you? What can yes. I do for you? And yeah. and one of the, you know, years ago in, when I was in therapy, probably should go back, but um, <laughs> I remember uh, my therapist talking about what's something you could do for your husband every day that he would totally enjoy and love? What would, you know, within reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't have that kind first, of time. First thing that came to your head, let that go. And yes. now we're moving on. Yes. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I've, I, for years, um, I go to work earlier than he does now. So, um, he can watch the news in bed and I bring him his cup of coffee in the Is morning. Is that why you do that? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. And, and I, I love to be able to just go, Oh, here's your cup of coffee. And it's like a, I swear there's a country song that said she wakes me every morning with a smile and a kiss. Her long country mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. is hard to miss. resist. That's probably not that. And I, and so sometimes I drop the coffee off, give him a kiss. And I think of that song and I'm like, hell yeah, you are. And sometimes queen. he brings coffee to me. That's so awesome. It's kind of a thing. And if and I if I'm mad at him and I don't take him coffee, that's my cas- my passive aggressive way. That's your message. To let him know. <laughs> Good luck getting coffee on your own. And our it's opposite in ours, right? Because Scott I go to work before Scott does and he's still in bed, but he gets up and makes my tea every morning Aww. in my travel cup. And make sure that it's ready for me. And then oh. he gets, he goes back to bed, but he makes sure it's ready for me every day. I That's think it's so those nice. little breakfast, those little, those little sweet things. For years and years and years. But then <laughs> he also makes my dinner too. Because <laughs> <laughs> really when we get down to it. He likes, You're not the cook? He likes, no, he likes to cook more he than He likes you. his food. Well, yeah, because I just... I need to go fast and he doesn't, he doesn't want to go fast. He doesn't want it to be overcooked and I'm okay with that. Mm. So, you know, you find, you figure out the things that Mm -hmm. work. Like you said, you do nice things. Your therapist gave you that great idea and you, Scott does that for you and Judd, he does the cooking and I'm more than happy to do the dishes or supervise the boys in doing Mm-hmm. <laughs> the dishes. But I think that's part of it, right? Like this whole thing with relationships and sustainability is how do you work together? Mm-hmm. How do you figure out what, you know, you need to, you figure out the things that work for one and the other doesn't like, and you compromise and you try and it's not all one-sided. Yeah. 
I think that's one thing I'm going to take from this conversation today is what is one thing I'm going to choose into this week that's going to be just a nice thing. I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to because I'm sure he's not listening because that would be two people listening. <laughs> so, um, but I'm going to think of I'm going to think of one thing I can do without telling him. That's just something special for him to do this week. I'm going to do it all this week. That's a well, and idea. if he does listen, he could be guessing what that one thing is. Yes. And he'll be wrong. You'll be wrong, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. I think, I think Judd knows what the one thing is for me this week. Mm. I think it's been pretty obvious. Oh, yeah. You've been Sunday. definitely caretaking this. Oh, I think it's yeah. for sure. pretty obvious since Sunday. Yeah. And yeah. probably even before that. You know what? Mm -hmm. One of the sweetest things that my husband gifts to me is, and he doesn't have to. I don't need his permission. So I don't want anybody to hear that. But, and, and I don't need his permission, but the fact that he's willing to so be supportive around it is my relationship with the two of you. Oh. He so treasures that time. And even when I'm like, oh, I just, I don't know if I can. He's like, I got this. I got this. You go. No matter what's going on for him, mm -hmm. no matter what it looks like, he so treasures for me this time with you that that just makes me cherish him that much more. We love yeah. Scott. Yeah. We love Scott. Yeah. Thank you for sure. And uh, I don't think Riley's really ever told me no to much unless it was completely unreasonable. And I'm not saying I have to ask his permission either. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine any yeah. of us asking permission? Probably but not. No. <laughs> so I think I want to go to the bowl. The bowl. The bowl. We're going to the bowl. What surprised me the most? What surprised you the most this week? That we got through the weekend and it was yes. fantastic. And we had challenges this week and we got through them. Yep. Thank and we you. talked about them. Why? Because. Thanks for listening to mm -hmm. It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get out there and talk. This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.